Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, May 28, 2018, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so excited that you're on the call today. Um, And I just want to say, you know, as we celebrate here on the United States side, Memorial Day, I just want uh, us all to remember those who have paid the price, all of those veterans uh, throughout all of the wars that we recognize, and especially those veterans in our generation that literally are still fighting in war, uh, in Afghanistan and other areas overseas, and so we want to keep them and their families in our prayers. And certainly the military has a, a big place in my heart. I am a retired military spouse, as they would say. My husband, Robert, served in the military for over 20-plus years, and so I know what spouses definitely go through when their husbands have to go out out to sea or have to be shipped out and deployed to another country, another place. And you may not see them anywhere between three months and nine months. And some people haven't seen their spouses for a year. So I totally understand this, and I know the stress that this can put on the family. Um, And so, again, I want to pay tribute to all of the veterans um, who who have paved the way, who have, uh, you know, they have – given up their lives, they have given up a lot of their control to be in the military and to fight for our country. And so I I definitely give a big salute for that. Well, we've got a lot going on over at Successful Woman Radio, Women About Biz. Lifestyle for her is, is just really growing nicely. And so Um, I've got things to share with you today. Uh, Thank all of you, for those of you that are listening to the call on this Memorial Day holiday on the state side, and for all of our sisters overseas that are in other countries, thank you so much for listening. And for all of you who are going to be listening to the recording of this broadcast, we appreciate you so very, very much. For those of you that are new to the show, I just want to, again, say hello to you. I'm Trina Newby. I am founder of Women About Biz, and Successful Woman Radio is our signature talk show where it's all about helping you to be successful with starting and growing your small business. If you're looking for uh, an environment where you're dead positivity, where you're going to be motivated and encouraged, then make sure you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon. So very, very important. Also want to let you know that if you missed any of our broadcasts uh, uh, and you'd like to listen to some of the shows that we've done this month on our topic, The Diamonds Are In Your Backyard, then make sure you go and visit our main website, Women About Biz. That's Women 
about A-B-O-U-T, biz, B-I-Z, as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net. And once you get there, just look up in the uh, menu bar, top right menu bar, and click on podcast. And that's where um, you will be able to find the latest shows right there in your right-hand column, and you'll be able to go ahead and listen to some of our previous broadcasts. We've got a huge response so far from um, listeners talking about the diamonds are in your own backyard. Uh, some people are basically sharing that, hey, they never thought of it in this way, that you know, people who can refer others to you that can help you to grow your business and they don't even know it, to consider them as diamonds, right? But they are. They are so precious to us. And, of course, today, as we close out this topic on the diamonds are in your own backyard, our, our you know, subtopic for today is going to be let your diamonds shine. Learn how to appreciate and stay connected with the people that support and refer to you. So very, very important to recognize them, to appreciate them, to let them shine, right? And, of course, um, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but as you begin to refer other people or as people begin to refer to you um, and, you know, help you to grow your business and you recognize them, you, you do simple sweet things for them, what you will find out is that they will begin to shine. They begin to refer other people more. Um, they will begin to uh, warm up to, to the relationship that is being developed. And before you know it, you've got a long-term uh, diamond that is referring customer after customer because they believe in you and what you are doing. And those people certainly need to be appreciated and rewarded from time to time with tokens of appreciation, right? Very, very important. So we're going to talk about that a, a little bit later. Our lineup for today, of course, is five questions to generate cash in 2018. I want to always make sure that I remind you of these questions. And, of course, you can once I share them with you, you can ask them of yourself as often as you need to. Hey, our book club book of the month is The Power of Focus for Women, and we're going to continue to discuss the five barriers. Uh, I covered a few barriers on last Monday. We're going to close it out today. We're talking about the, five, the rest of the five barriers. And um, what we need to do as women, right, to make sure that we are being true to ourselves and that we are focusing in all of the right places. And then, of course, um, I wanted to share with you that you know you could do an audio broadcast on Facebook. Well, you certainly can. Um, in discussing this with another client over the, over the weekend, um, yeah, just like you can do a Facebook Live, you can actually do a Facebook audio as well. And so for those of you that are a little bit shy about the web, uh, the, the video part, uh, and you think you'd be more comfortable doing the audio, live audio cast, uh, definitely want to uh, have you to check that out. So we'll talk, talk about that in just a few minutes. And then, of course, we will wrap it up with our hot topic for today, Let Your Diamonds Shine. And I want to just give you guys, again, some 
uh, ideas on how you can create your own referral system and how you can appreciate those diamonds that are helping you to grow your business, helping you and connecting you with other people that you otherwise would not have met, would not have known. And then we will wrap up that uh, the whole theme on uh, the diamonds are in your own backyard today. So, again, I want to thank everybody for being on the show. Uh, I feel so blessed by you, the listeners, because you're always there. And as you know, this is a holiday on the U.S. side, but we always are going to continue to broadcast the show, even through the holidays. I remember uh, multiple Christmases uh, over this last 10 years, maybe two or three Christmases, I think, that I have um, actually broadcasted the show um, on a Monday where Christmas fell, and I enjoyed it just as much. And we had packed out uh, boards on that day as well because so many people perhaps who are working full-time jobs are able to listen to the show. I want to go ahead right now, and I want to go right into uh, the five questions to generate cash uh, in 2018. Now, you know, we mention these questions, I mention these questions every single Monday. And I know for some it may seem a little bit redundant, but redundancy actually does cause you to form a habit, and it causes an expectation to hear the questions. And when you listen to something over and over, it is finally going to sink in, and it's going to help you to be mindful of your thought process as you're looking to grow your business. So let's go ahead and start off with question number one. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Um, hey, we got to keep that money uh, in the forefront always when we are looking at being the CEOs of our company. That's kind of like the, the main thing uh, that we should be thinking about, the money and what, ge what generates the money, what causes the money to happen, which leads me into number two. Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Again, number two, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? And then there's number three, have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk daily? Um, about the benefits of using my services or products. And, of course, this question is very important um, because each week you're supposed to be going to no less than two networking events, you're supposed to be getting yourself out there, meeting people, connecting, so very, very important. Here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? As you know, I recommend every Sunday before you retire that you actually open up your planner, and that you look at what your goals are for Friday. How much money are you wanting to make on Friday? How many new clients do you want to have, uh, have uh, recruited? How many um, people, new leads have you received? I mean, you should have goals and stats and numbers that you should be concerned with uh, that you want to see by each Friday. And the reason being, I mean, yes, you, you're going to look at monthly, you're going to look at quarterly, but it's the, the weekly goals that really help you to accomplish your monthly and your quarterly 
quarterly goals, thereby accomplishing your annual goals. So this is a trickle-down effect type of thing that you can't let go of, okay? So it's very, very important for you to identify your goals, to know what they are. And here's last but not least, number five in the five questions to generate cash in 2018, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? And, you know, I shared with all of you the last few Mondays, I think, um, that I've come to understand from my own personal experience that leadership is indeed the number one thing you must possess to have a, a highly successful business. And not just any kind of leadership, but the leadership that's best for your business industry right? There are certain things that you should be doing every day because of the type of business that you have that's going to generate leads, that's going to help you to make more money, that's going to help your marketing to reach out further to your target audience. There are certain things that you must be doing. And as a leader, you have to figure out, you have to find out what those things are. So it takes more than just to say that I'm not a procrastinator, I get things done, that's good, that's excellent. But you also need to be the type of leader that's best for your industry. Do you know what that type of leader is? Have you actually sat down um, to brainstorm within yourself to ask yourself that question? What I would recommend that you do is you start off by creating a position description for yourself as the CEO of your company. And you need to um, pretend that you are actually hiring somebody to replace you. And ask yourself the sub-questions such as, what reports would I expect this person to turn into me every week? What do I need to see to feel good and comfortable with knowing that my business is being run properly? Because when you come up with that, then you'll know that that's what you should be doing. So very, very important. So there you have it, the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Ladies, it's holding ourselves accountable and keeping ourselves in in clarity about what we want is so important, but it's going to take even more than that. It's going to require us to be the type of leader that's best for our business industry, and then we need to be taking action on those things, that those position descriptions that we have come up with, okay? Don't fool yourself into thinking that I, I have everything locked into my head and I automatically know what I should be doing because then that would – really cause you to sabotage yourself, and that's not what you want to be doing, okay? So what's important is that you need to have a well-written position description, and then you need to be able to hold yourself accountable by checking off every day the things as a leader that you should be paying attention to and that you should be looking out for. So very, very important. It is definitely 12.15 after the hour. Wow, time is moving along. I'm going to go ahead now and talk about the power of focus, our book club book of the month. If you haven't picked up your copy yet, I definitely would recommend that you have this in your success library. Now, for those of you that are new to the show, uh, I have been recommending success libraries for over 20 years now. Someone recommended it to me, and I started creating a success library of books, e-books, and hard copy books that I can go back to time and time again on various subjects 
and they will motivate me, encourage me, and remind me of what I should be doing or strategies that I should be taking a look at. And certainly this book deserves to be in your success library, The Power of Focus for Women. What successful women know about the secret to conquering challenges and creating change. And the book is by Fran and Les Hewitt. Now, if you go to womenaboutbiz.net and you click on the top, uh, in the top menu bar, podcast, you will automatically see the featured topic for the month, and you will also see the featured book of the month. If you click on that, it gives you a little bit of background on the power of focus. And then um, I don't know if I put a link in here to Amazon, but the best place to get the book, I I saw it the cheapest on Amazon, uh, but I'm sure you can go to Barnes & Noble's as well. Those are right now the two leading book retailers. Um, and check out the book. And you should, if you, I know if you order it from Amazon, which is where I order mine from, um, then it takes about two, two to three days to get it. So by next Monday, you'll have the book because, indeed, we will be covering the book uh, for the rest of this month, of course, and then we'll be covering it in June as well. So I'm in the section here where we are talking about the five barriers, which is located uh, starting on page four. Um, There are five barriers, the author says, that can sometimes get in our way and hold us back from really being true to ourselves, being who we need to be. Um, The first barrier is coasting in your comfort zone. The second barrier is beware of apathy and indifference. The third barrier is fear. The fourth barrier is justifying your actions. And the fifth barrier is putting things off, okay? And so I talked about coasting in your comfort zone, and we have to be very, very careful about that. But I just wanted to quickly go back over each one of these, okay? Uh, Barrier one, coasting in your comfort zone. She says, we all love comfort, but unfortunately, it is one of the culprits that keep us stuck. Even when we know we need to make changes, we often choose what feels safe and familiar instead of what we really want. We're great at making excuses, living in denial, and justifying why we choose to stay stuck. And she talks about how for years she was using a very old version of a database, um, and she kept making excuses as to why she shouldn't update her computer system. And finally, finally she did and it became very rewarding. The second barrier is beware of apathy and indifference. She says, realizing your life is on hold because you are stuck in the comfort zone trap is quite different from another obstacle to change, apathy. Indifference and a lack of passion rob many women from taking calculated risks that will improve their circumstances. For some, it's their life load that's holding them back. They are burdened enough already. Change for these women is just another thing to do. Many are shut down emotionally. Life feels flat and joyless. They go about the motions of living, but they are dead inside. I call them the living dead. It's sad, dead at 40, but not buried until they're 80. Perhaps you're thinking, there's no way I can get excited about my job. I challenge you, she says, to change that. Feeling indifferent or bored is not a good return on the many precious hours you invest at work. Our jobs need to be more fulfilling than just picking up a paycheck. Even the most menial work can become stimulated with the right 
attitude. What could you do to build on your enthusiasm and, and boost and boost your energy? She says, it saddens me to see many women living this way. Helping them to reconnect with their emotions is inspiring, and it's a joy for me to witness their awakening. And so this is something that I have seen in my coaching um, is indifference, apathy and indifference, um, that I will, I will speak from a business standpoint. I have seen women who have had such a passion to make their business successful. And after months or years of trying, they become very indifferent. They won't let go of the business, but they become very indifferent, like almost emotionless now about it. And um, I want to let you know is that this, if this applies to you or if you've ever been that way, then you understand what the author is talking about. You can never get indifferent about your business. You can never get to a point to where you no longer have emotions and you can't have that same passion, zest, and zeal that you used to have for your business because when you get to that point, I'm going to let you know right now, you've got to stop and reevaluate and determine whether or not you need to keep going on with the business or whether you need to uh, make a decision to close that part of your life, that chapter, and then choose something that you can now have a zest or zeal for. Now, this is not to say I'm recommending that you just shut your business down. But what I am saying is you certainly have to evaluate how you're feeling. If you, if you no longer feel that zest, that zeal, that excitement about your business, that passion that you once had because you've been working so hard at it and it has not been successful, whether you can improve upon that or not, you've really got to evaluate how you are feeling. Let's move on to the third barrier that she talks about uh, that can hold us back as women. Fear. Oh, this is a big one, right? She says, fear usually appears when you are about to take a risk. The level of fear is proportional to the size of the risk. If you are making small changes, you may not feel too fearful. However, if you are planning major changes in life, your fear is likely to be much greater. And she gives us a quick scenario here. She says, Christy was ready for change. At 29, she was lonely and painfully stuck in her shyness. She was chastised regularly at an early age. If you can't say anything intelligent, don't say anything at all, was the message she grew up with. She was also taunted at school for her speech impediment. The other kids were so cool, they would imitate her lisp and call her crispy. Now Christy was ready to stand up and speak out. She set a goal to speak to someone new every day. This may not seem like a huge risk, but for Christy, it meant facing her biggest fear. She practiced chatting to the teller at the bank and the clerk at the grocery store. She would sit on a park bench and talk to people passing by. She discovered that a smile gave her control over her anxiety, and she usually got one in return. Diligently, she kept to her plan, and within a few weeks, she felt like a different person. I feel so brave. If I can do this, I can do anything, she says. I still fight the anxiety, but it no longer overwhelms me. The author goes on to say, I used to think I was the only person who felt fear. For me, it was fear of rejection and humiliation. I would watch other women excelling in their lives, going back to school, competing for a job, doing public speaking, and think, if only I wasn't so fearful, I could be just like them. 
Then after attending a seminar one day, I approached a wonderful speaker who had earned one of the highest awards in the professional speaking industry, the Council of Peers Awards for Excellence. And she asked her and asked her if she ever felt fear. And she blew me away with her reply all the time. All the time? And she still did it? Then I repeated the same question to all those other fearless women who were doing so well. Of course, they all replied, I finally got the message. They felt the fear and did what they wanted to do anyway. I knew then that I needed to confront my fear if I wanted to accomplish my goals. The author then says, what do you fear? Rejection? Failure? Being judged? Humiliation? Abandonment? Success? What's at the top of your list? Again, this is another section that I think you guys really need to go through because uh, at the core of being successful in business and what most women share that they have an issue with is fear, fear of stepping outside of the box, fear of investing in your own self, fear of speaking in front of a crowd, fear of sharing your business opportunity. And as long as we have that fear, we need to understand that it is not going to leave us until we take action. And I will have to say that Fran, the author, really hit the nail on the head here when she says that with fear, you have to be willing to embrace it as well and, and do whatever it is that you want to do anyway. And oftentimes what I find and, and how I explain it is I, I see fear as someone sitting in the back seat of my car. I'm driving my car of success, and, and fear is in the back seat. And um, sometimes fear is laughing at me saying, hey, I got you. You know, um, you, you're, you couldn't do it anyway. You knew you weren't going to take action on this, right? Fear is back there. But what I have learned to do is tell fear, hey, how are you doing today, fear? Strap on your seatbelt because you're getting ready to go for a ride. And then as I began to drive my car of success, right, I began to drive my car of success, I began to see all of the beautiful scenery, the beautiful things that I'm going to be able to partake on through my path of success. And guess what? I forget about fear, and then I'll have a, a, just a brief memory that fear, oh, yeah, fear is sitting in the back seat. But guess what? When I look in the back seat of my success vehicle, honey, fear has jumped out of the window. Fear is no longer even sitting back there. And I turn around and I keep moving forward, driving my success vehicle on the path that was meant for me. And that's how I look at fear. Look, fear is going to be there. And I also like the part when she says, based on the risk that you're taking, because some risks are larger than other risks, so based on the risk that you're taking, your fear can overwhelm you. It can be much larger, right? It can be much larger. So what you need to understand is that in spite of the fear you have, you need to take action and keep moving on anyway. You need to be willing to do that. And what you're going to learn is that once you start conditioning yourself to do that, your subconscious mind and your conscious mind will begin to work together and release you from all of that fear. That's the beautiful part. 
that you need to know. So let's look at number four in the five barriers that can hold you back. Justifying your action. Justifying your action. The author says sometimes we don't want to open our eyes to reality because the truth is too painful. It's easier to justify and rationalize being stuck instead of making changes. Have you ever known someone who could not manage her money? Her bills were never paid on time, plus the credit cards were overused and abused. Yet she can justify spending the money she doesn't have because she's addicted to shopping. Just like fun-loving Nancy, a comic book character who always, who's always in debt but can't seem to stay away from the store. She says, girls, don't you just love to shop? Shop until you drop is my motto, says Nancy. I can't get enough. The store is closed before I have a chance to drop. I get an electric buzz just stepping inside the changing room with my selection. Excitement overwhelms me. My heart races with anticipation. I have a system of selection, of course. It wouldn't do to buy on emotion or overspend. A girl needs to be a sensible shopper these days, and that means keeping an eye on her wallet. Here is my selection. If the item looks absolutely darling on me, it's a yes. If it's on sale, of course, I choose it. I'm actually saving 30 to 50%. If the outfit goes with something else in my wardrobe, it's a yes. If I look slimmer, younger, more vivacious, need, need I even say it? Yes. If that outfit is something I could wear to work, you know a girl can't have enough work clothes. They, have, they help advance you, move you up the ladder, which, of course, guarantees more money. I think this part is really funny, ladies, because if you listen to what I've just read, she's just talked herself out of her whole budget by saying, hey, these are my rules of how I shop because she's a shopaholic, okay? So she justifies her action. The author says this example of Nancy is that she lives in a fantasy world. This habit of justifying compulsive shopping will eventually catch up with her. She may end up with lots of clothes in her closet, but nothing in the bank. Obviously, most women don't share Nancy's compulsiveness. Justification usually shows up in more practical situations. So again, the example here of, of justifying why you're doing what you're doing, you have to be careful about that in life and in, in your business. Listen, I think justification is a way of us not uh, in many ways getting ourselves stressed or depressed in many times, but we also have to be careful that we're, we haven't developed such a habit of justification that it's leading us to the stress and depression at the, lo- at the ro- long end, right? We have to be very careful about that. And sometimes, I want to explain this correctly, sometimes, ladies, we lie to ourselves so much so that we think we're doing the right thing for our business when, in essence, we are justifying our actions. So, when we don't have that website like it should be or uh, we have not gotten somebody to design the website and we say, well, you know what, I'm waiting for the right person. I'm, reading the, I'm waiting until I read the right book or I'm waiting until I get this and this done. Um, and we start making all these justifications up to make ourselves feel better about what we know we should have done, we, we done, uh, then we are but fooling ourselves. And I think 
a lot of justify in many ways goes on about money with women in business. When you're not making the money that you need to meet, make in your business, a lot of times business women are saying to themselves, well, I'm going to – I'm not going to worry about not making a lot of money because I'm not in this business to make money anyway. I'm not in this business just to make money. Uh, I'm not in this business to get rich. I just want a little bit of money. I mean, we start justifying and we start saying some things, and, and the problem with this is is that if we don't watch out, it is embedding in our subconscious mind as an actual fact, and it's going to work against us instead of for us. So we really have to be true to our own selves. So this is why sometimes as a businesswoman, you have to take a deep breath and say, you know what, I need to schedule some me time, some time where it's just me, a pen, and a blank sheet of paper, and I just need to really get real. Where am I at in my business? What am I doing? Am I being successful? Am I hanging on to a business that I've never been successful in? Um, is it really for me? Am I embarrassed about what other people would see? Or am I not the type of leader that the business needs and I need to become? So we've got to get really for real with ourselves, because I will tell you, I am meeting women that have been running businesses for three, four, five, ten years, and they still have not made um, a whole lot of money. They still haven't even gone past the $1,000 mark. I'll bring it, make it very real for you. And so I have been there, done that before. And so this is where you need to just get really, really real with yourself because we're talking about being successful. We're talking about changing some things that's going to help us to see success sooner than later, right? And so we have to get real sometimes on the show here and let, and let you know, look, you, this is the time where you be truthful to yourself. Don't justify um, why you're not being successful. Let's work on being successful. Successful. Uh, let's move on to number five, okay, and the five barriers. Number five is another biggie, putting things off. The author says if you hadn't already noticed, procrastination is another major roadblock to change. Do you ever put things off? Just about everybody does to some degree or another. Here's the crash course of discovering why we play this stressful game. Check the list and see where you show up on it. You're bored. You're overwhelmed with work. Your confidence has slipped. You have low self-worth. You are doing work you really don't enjoy. You are easily distracted. You're just downright lazy. These seem to be some of the top things that women say uh, are the reasons why they are procrastinating, okay? She says, Piers Steele knows a lot about procrastination. An assistant professor at the University of Calgary's Faculty of Management, Steele, 36, has spent more than three years conducting a meta-analysis of practically everything ever written on procrastination. He's poured over nearly 700 professional papers from the fields of psychology, economics, philosophy, and sociology, and examined historical documents dating back 3,000 years. His conclusion, procrastination is our normal state of being. It is not procrastinating that requires effort. How often you have put off some unpleasant or unrewarding task until it is nearly too late or worse? The deadline looms, the pressure mounts, and finally you swing into action. In the end, more often than not, the deed gets done, but the stress is draining. 
You swear you'll never put yourself through that again, but the vow is soon broken. Why, oh, why do we keep doing this to ourselves? We know that we should act. Failing to do so will bring us grief, and yet we do nothing. When we procrastinate, it's almost always about long-term objectives, says Steele. Instead of attending to those, we go with what is more pleasurable or less painful right now. Men, he says, are slightly more likely to procrastinate than women. Young people are more likely to do so than their elders. Impulsive people are especially vulnerable because they are so easily diverted. Different people procrastinate about different things. Workaholics, for example, almost always meet their job-related deadlines, but many of them will put off going to the doctor, doing their taxes, or seeking counseling for a troubled marriage. Typically, people feel bad about their inaction. Often they are struggling against it, much like an addiction. People will say, no matter what I do, I can't seem to stop putting things off. Wow. So if you are saddled with the curse of procrastination, what can be done about it? There are, says still, several possible remedies. It helps to understand the link between energy levels and delay. The more tired you are, the more likely you are to dither. So get plenty of sleep and exercise and deal with particularly aversive tasks in the morning when energy levels tend to be higher. Another tip is to break down large projects into several staggered goals. As you complete each one, you are motivated to tackle the others. Personal routines are also good. By establishing a set of steps for doing things automatically, there is less chance for diversion. Some very successful and creative people have been notorious procrastinators. And, you know, again, procrastination is one of those things that it requires action um, because fear causes us to procrastinate as, as well. And so we have to be very, very careful of that. So, ladies, I have read all five of the barriers, again, the barriers uh, to really helping you to, to, to focus and be more successful in your life. The five barriers are coasting in your comfort zone, beware of apathy and indifference. Three, fear. Four, justifying your actions. And five, putting things off. And again, the author says, you know, you've got to work through those things. You, you've got to move forward and not allow things to become those, the barriers in your life. And remember that with fear, do it anyway. Take fear for a while, right? Just take action, and trust me, fear will jump out of your success vehicle, definitely. Again, I've just been reading from The Power of Focus for Women. I know that you're going to love having this book in your success library. Um, Also, for those of you that are coaches or speakers uh, that are listening, such a great topic if you work with women, such a good, good topic that you could um, give your own spin on The Power of Focus. I want to go ahead right now and just share a couple of things that's going on out in the business world. Um, The first thing I want to share with you is I want to talk about Facebook and their uh, audio feature because this is something that I didn't know. How many of you knew that you could do a Facebook Live uh, audio? I definitely was not aware of that. And so um, I just wanted to kind of share that with you and how – uh, it actually works, and then you yourself can actually check it out. Very, very, uh, very, very useful. 
Um, well, the first thing you need to know is that what I discover is that Facebook uh, Live Audio is actually a part of the live video feature. So I think this is why a lot of people have gotten confused about the audio portion and actually um, how do you do it, you know, what goes into it. So I just want to go ahead and just share with you where it actually is. Now, I think whether you have an Android phone or whether you have a uh, iPhone, I believe it is the same. So when you go to your personal page or your fan page or a group page, right, and you know there's a section there um, when you get ready to post that says what's on your mind, you actually click the what's on your mind, and you have choices, okay? You, you have choices, photo, video, tag, friends, go live. And what you want to do is you want to actually click on the go live, right? So, again, you click into what's on your mind. Then you want to click on the go live, right? And after you click on the go live, there is um, a set of three, uh, there's a little round circle with three dots. And you're going to click those dots if you're an Android, and it's going to say live video. And that is what you're going to click on is the live video. Now, instead of the live video showing, uh, um, I'm sorry, instead of the live audio showing the video portion of you, what it allows you to do is it allows you to upload a picture uh, that represents what you are going to be speaking about. So, you you know, you have to have a graphic design uh, ahead of time, and then you can just upload that from your hard drive. Uh, so I want to share with you guys how you do it if you are on your um, iPhone. I happen to have both, um, which I really love. Okay, so I'm going to just go to one of my fan pages here. And then, of course, you'll say it says write something. And then, again, you can click, if you're an iPhone, you click on um, Go Live, and then you're going to click on the three dots, a circle with three dots at the far right-hand corner of your screen. It says Live Audio. And then once you click on Live Audio, then you get a chance to add an optional description and also add a picture. Okay, so I just want to make sure that you guys know that this wonderful feature is out there for you, and so many things can be done with the Facebook Live audio as well. So check this out. If you do a blog talk radio show or a podcast, then you can simultaneously do the podcast and turn on your Facebook Live audio as well. Or what if you wanted to do um, five steps to something and you needed to be reading from a script or a page and you didn't want to keep looking down, you could create a really nice graphic um, picture depicting maybe yourself and the, the title of what the you know five tips would be, and then um, you could proceed with doing your live audio. And that's what I think is just so phenomenal. There's just so many things that you could do. You also could start doing your own live podcast just on Facebook Live audio, right? Um, again, there are so many things that you could do with the live audio as well. So I just think this is just absolutely phenomenal. 
And I, I just, I don't know how it slipped by me. I didn't know about this particular feature. But, again, you can indeed do a Facebook Live audio app. And, again, I think that it is just probably, I love it even more than I do the video because, you know, sometimes you're just not down for showing your picture all the time or going live video-wise, but you're more than willing to do an audio. So this kind of helps you to keep moving forward. So um, I'm going to be doing some live audios. Um, in the near future, and I can't wait for you guys to give me some feedback on how you actually like it. Okay, so now what I'm going to do is I want to go ahead and move right into uh, our topic for today, which is letting your diamonds shine, um, which is so special to me because as you know by now, through our topic, the diamonds are in your own backyard, the diamonds actually refer to uh, individuals who are in your local sphere. They're all around you, whether it's in a networking event, whether it's people that you have met previously, people around you that would make excellent referral partners. They, they can refer people to you all the time. Maybe they do exactly um, something similar, or maybe they don't do what you do, but they see the exact same target audience, and they would be more than willing to develop a relationship with you and refer other people, and you should be able to do it vice versa as well. So what, what do you do with your diamonds? You've har- I've, I've shared with you how to harvest and, and, and find your diamonds, how to really look at setting your foundation so that you can receive your diamonds. I've talked about all of those things. However, how do you let your diamonds shine? How do do you keep them glistening and shining? In other words, how do you keep them going on with referring new clients, new people, new connecting you in ways that you otherwise would not be able to connect with people with? How do you keep doing that? Well, you really need to develop a really good referral system, okay? And I have recommended, you know, for a long time now that just as you have a follow-up system, you should have a referral system, which is very important. So what goes into helping your diamond shine bright? Well, first of all, you need to know this. You should be more than just I think it should be more than just a thank you when a person has referred multiple people to you over a period of time. Um, You should have a system in place, and you should have a log um, as to who's been referring who to you. You shouldn't just be saying thank you and not being grateful to those individuals because this is when the, the, the diamonds don't spark as bright anymore. This is when they get dull and you can't see them because, you know, a cloudy gunk is all over them, okay? Um, how, how your diamonds shine, individuals that refer to you, individuals that connect other people with you, how they actually shine has a lot to do with how you appreciate your diamonds, okay? So that's the first thing that's important is that you need to embrace appreciating your diamonds, okay? Now, how are you going to do that? Well, that goes to number two. You need to develop a referral awards, uh, reward system. So let's just put develop a reward system, okay? And what goes into developing those rewards, okay? So here's the first thing. Um, you can do handwritten notes. 
and 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 actually mail it because handwritten notes mailed to an individual or a card mailed to their address. Oh my goodness, it it really goes a long way. Okay, the second thing is you can reward them with gift cards, right? You don't have to necessarily give them cash. You can give them a gift card as well. If they're a business person, you can give them a gift card. I mean, they can get just about anything off of Amazon.com. Um, the other thing that you can do, I think, is you can have uh, an appreciation day that you set in your business every quarter, right? And every quarter that you have your appreciation day, you can invite individuals that have referred others to you. You can invite them for a lunch. You can invite them for a continental breakfast. Um, you can invite them to different things, okay? You can, even, you can also, again, give them different things as well. So you want to have an, an appreciation day, and it should be quarterly, um, so that you don't have to wait until the end of the year to recognize people, but it should be on a more frequent basis. When you do this, it makes people feel loved, right? It makes them feel good that they are doing something kind as referring others to you. And when you do that, they're out there shining and shining bright for you because you are recognizing them and thanking them with that. And, and have you ever did something for somebody and you didn't even get as much as a thank you or you, they didn't even acknowledge you? And even when you saw them again, they didn't even mention the fact that you've been sending referrals to them, right? And sometimes we all can appear, we all can appear to be takers where we are not not uh, reciprocating and thanking people, but we are takers, and we don't want to be like that. Gratitude, being grateful to those people that are helping us to build our business is of the utmost importance. It's right up there as important with getting new clients, right? Because without them, sometimes we're not going to get the number of clients that we need. So you definitely need to have a referral system. So we've talked about a, a of appreciating, developing a habit of appreciating, right? We've talked about developing a system of how you're going to appreciate, and here's some of the ideas, you know, handwritten notes, handwritten um, cards, uh, reward them with gift cards, having an appreciation day quarterly, right? Um, and you can even do something, even on your website, you can have uh, an appreciation day a page where you are putting pictures of all of the people who have referred others to you and a link leading to their website as a huge thank you. And you can let them know, hey, this is going to be staying up on my site for the next 30 days or the next seven days. You know, you can let them know how much you actually appreciate them. And then, of course, in your e-newsletters, you want to let people know, hey, take a look at our uh, appreciation day for all the people that refer to us and we wanted to have an appreciation day, go take a look at our appreciation page, right? You can even have a link for people to claim their uh, referral reward um, simply because you appreciate them. So there's a lot of things that you can actually do here on developing a referral reward system. So very, very important. The third thing that I think is very important as you're looking at letting your diamonds shine is I want you to remember is that reciprocation is important. 
And by reciprocation, what I mean is that don't just let people continually refer others to you and you're not sowing seeds of blessings into their business, okay? Don't ever do that. That's why it's so important. If it's a business person that's referring because they see your same kind of customer but they don't do what you do, you best be sowing seeds of blessing in their business as well. I'll give you a big example. If I were a real estate and I have someone that is um, a loan broker or a mortgage person and they're constantly referring people to me, then I need to develop that relationship with that person, know all about their mortgage and loan programs so that I can sow seeds of blessings in their life as well, right? Why wouldn't you? So this is why it's so important that as you're out there developing relationships, that you're developing relationships with people that you can respect, with people that have your same moral character, with people that have your same ethics, right? Um, it's, it's so important. Because you should not mind sowing a seed of blessing into their lives, into their businesses. And so often this gets left undone, and people just take and take and take and take until it's draining, right? And then they have the audacity to call you and want to know why you haven't uh, given them any referrals lately. So, again, it's so very, very important for you to understand that this is a give-and-take thing. This is not just about you taking um, and, and, and taking and never showing your gratitude and giving. So your diamond shining bright, all those people who could be referral uh, partners to you, they need to be appreciated, okay? And reciprocation is certainly an important part of this appreciation because you need to be able to refer individuals to them as well. I can't even talk enough about how important that is. And when you run into an individual that's referring to you but you can't refer to them because you don't believe that they give good business or they don't really provide the service like you think it should be provided, then you need to be up up close and real with that person. Um, share with them the areas that you feel you have issues with and how they could possibly improve it, how, how they could improve it that will help you to refer to them. Okay, give them an example if you're sincere about it. That person will thank you all day long for coming to them and telling them that because they'll say, you know what, I didn't, I didn't even know that. I never understood or knew that. So it's very, very important. So... Uh, appreciating um, your diamonds is the first thing. Developing referral and reward system is so important. And then reciprocating is very, very key, okay? And then the fourth thing that I think is very, very important is get to know your diamonds. The more you know your diamonds, the more you're going to appreciate them and the more they're going to shine out to you. So sometimes, yes, you have to spend time with your diamonds, either on the phone, over lunch, at coffee, tea, um, going walking, um, exercising. I've, I've gotten to know my diamonds a lot of different ways, even, even at a pedicure. I've gone to pedicure, you know, getting my feet done and go and, and they get their feet done and we're sitting there talking and getting to know each other. So, again... There are so many ways that you can get to know your diamonds, but at the end of the day, what you need to understand is that it's your responsibility to let your diamonds shine. People don't shine when they're not feeling appreciated. 
people are not going to keep referring to you when you are taking, taking, taking and not showing some kind of appreciation or you're not sowing a seed of blessing into their lives. So I want you to think about that because the, the responsibility of letting your diamond shine is on you. So maybe you've been going on and on for years with people appreciating you, uh, giving you uh, referrals, connecting you with other people, inviting you to their events and different things like that to give you those opportunities, and maybe you have not been grateful. And as a result, you don't see any of your diamonds shining. Well, you can remedy that by making today the first day that you start being grateful for the diamonds that you're, the new diamonds that you're going to identify. And treat those new diamonds with respect. Appreciate them. Love them. You know, reward them. Develop appreciation system. And trust me, they will keep giving and giving and giving and giving, okay? Um, Very, very important. Well, ladies, we've come to the end of the show today, and I hope that you have certainly enjoyed Successful Woman Radio today. I do want to remind you that if you have not had the opportunity to go and take a look at our newest uh, division, Lifestyle for Her, please make sure that you go over to Lifestyle for Her and take a look at that. Of course, Women About Biz handles the business side, starting and growing your business, and Lifestyle for Her uh, handles your personal side, you know, developing your goal-setting system and holding yourself accountable and all those things that's just so very, very important. So, again, I want to remind you to go over to Lifestyle for F-O-R, her, H-E-R, lifestyleforher.net and check out this wonderful new system. We are just having an overwhelming response. I'm so grateful for that. So definitely check us out. Check out the opportunity um, page and join. It's only $27 monthly. Uh, But it definitely sows seeds of blessings back into your life like you would not believe. Um, And I want to thank all of you who have become members of Lifestyle for Her and who are out there sharing it with others. Thank you, my diamonds. And you definitely are going to be rewarded and appreciated. Well, as we come to the end of the show, I want to just let you know that abundance is yours for the taking, okay? Uh, You have the power to create all of the success that you can imagine, pushed down, shaken together, falling over. You do. But first, there's one very important thing that you must do, and that is you must take action, be the CEO, and the leader that you need to be for your business. Happy Memorial Day again, everybody. This is Trina Newby with Women About Biz saying have a productive and abundant week. Bye-bye.